Welcome to Rocketman Explores, where we voyage forth and delve into the world of sci-fi. But wait a minute! Ever wondered when the internet is going to get tired of us and just come and kill us all? Well, so have I. But then again, maybe it'll just be happy and send us cats for the rest of our lives. Tune in as we figure out AI. Friend, foe, or disinterested god. Much like cats. Hello again, dear listeners. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between to yet another drinks episode of Rocketman Explores. I hope you guys have been enjoying season two so far. I have again my resident, uh, well, some may call him a lush, some may call him a maestro. I still leave it up to you guys to decide. My resident drinks expert Chris is here and he has crafted yet another cocktail for this week's episode, which focuses on a near and dear favorite to all the fans of our previous series, uh, Boldly Boinking, and all the fans of this series, Rocketman Explorers. We all know I love me some TNG, and this week we're going to be jumping into an iconic TNG episode, Measure of a Man, which is, for those most of you are going to be aware, but those who aren't, basically the trial on Data's sentience. So, Chris, what have we, what have we come up with to go with the theme this particular week? We have what's called a last call, which is a variation on a Negroni or a Boulevard day. But uh, because of the uh, iconic nature of uh, Captain Picard's desire for Earl Grey tea, it uses an Earl Grey tea syrup. I must say, listeners, this is excellent. This is a truly fantastic drink. It's basically whiskey, uh, yep. which uh, a Campari. And uh, port with uh, the Earl Grey syrup, and there it's uh, what's called Boulevardier is uh, whiskey, Campari, and vermouth. But vermouth and port are very, very similar, and uh, mm-hmm. because the port is not as sweet as the vermouth is, you add a little yep. bit of syrup into it, and the Earl Grey syrup is easy as pie to make. Is basically uh, you make some Earl Grey tea, and then you dump some sugar into it. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Dump some sugar into it and you, and reduce it down. Uh, no, the, for, for, it's not a, it's not like the last one, which was a grenadine where okay. you want to reduce it down. This is just a simple syrup, which is uh, equal parts sugar and uh, water. And then uh, basically you wait until the sugar dissolves and you're good to go. Excellent. It's yeah. Fantastic for again, the very small minority of listeners who don't know why this would be relevant, our good friend Captain Picard, the captain of the Enterprise in TNG, uh, his drink of choice is always Earl Grey. Earl Grey tea, hot. Got to be hot, too. Very important. The Earl Grey syrup is not hot, but uh, we can deal with that later. You know, it's it's okay. Where there's the Creative liberties are always encouraged. You don't want to have a hot, yeah, syrup whiskey drink. I mean, maybe you would, but not this particular time. Mm-hmm. Chris, I, I imagine you're, you're of course, well familiar with TNG. Yes, I'm familiar with TNG. It was the sort of thing where that was the beginning of my, uh, what would you say, uh, removal of being a, removal from being a science fiction fan. Okay. Because back in high school, uh, I was a humongous science fiction fan. I was, uh, what's about the Robert Heinlein, Star Trek, uh, 2001, across the board, everything was great. Then they suddenly I, would, I went off to university, and at which point then in somewhere, the, what, I think it was 81 or 82 was when TNG uh, first came out. Late 80s, later 80s. 
Okay, and at which point, by, by that time, I had moved on to different sort of interests, and at yeah. which point I, I was aware of it, but I've actually, I think, only seen maybe half an episode. Really? Yes. Uh, it's interesting. So then the, con- the basic background, this particular episode is to do with, there, to cut a long story very short, there is a Federation scientist who is making the case to disassemble Lieutenant Commander Data, who is an android, uh, to disassemble him, see how he's put together, to attempt to try and make more of him to benefit the Federation. But, of course, that will inevitably kill Data. Mm-hmm. And so the argument, they basically ha- have a high school debate in which Picard is the data is sentient, and therefore this is immoral. And the Admiral, for, I assume, plot reasons, forces their second-in-command, a very good friend of Data, uh, Commander Riker, to be the against Data's not sentient, we should take him apart. And they have a debate on the subject. And in the end, Picard's argument in favor of Data's sentience is victorious. Mm-hmm. It, so it, it's a classic TNG episode in that it's all it is is talking. It's lit, it's literally a high school debate about the nature of sentience, and like you can you can very see, clearly see that's what the writers are going for here. But it works very well, and you know when you've got like you got Patrick Stewart and all the rest of them throwing out the performance for this, it's fantastic. But it's just the entire episode is them sitting around talking about the nature of sentience. It's it's. And they, and then I would imagine the, the, uh, what's called, uh, end is predetermined just because Data was a regular character. Yes, absolutely. However, within the context of the show, of the, what makes the episode so good is that they never make it seem like a foregone conclusion insofar as Riker's points are very good and very valid. But mm-hmm. in the end, Picard's point is better. Just, it, removing the trappings of the fact that you need to keep Data around because he is a main character in the show, Picard's point is the better point. He okay. wins the debate on the merits of what is stated through the arguments in that debate. It's, it's, it's what makes it such a good episode, is that they really do bring in all the arguments, and it does work really, really well. Who, who is the jury? The juror is a is an admiral is a, a, a Federation admiral. She's okay. she's a, a new character, but basically, yeah, a sort of impartial Federation admiral. So it's just one person. One person, yeah, correct. Just one person. Just uh, she's part of the ad. Well, I think the one person who has been entrusted by the admiralty to oversee this particular operation. Okay. But uh, but your your question right there reveals. One of the interesting themes of TNG is that just about every Starfleet Admiral that ever shows up in TNG is a piece of shit. In one way or another, the entire Admiralty, so presumably the entire, like, governing body, or not governing body, but most in charge, both militarily, explorationally, really economically, and the entire Federation, they're all pieces of shit. All of them. It's hilarious. Uh, each and every, they're all in different ways, but they're all garbage people. It's it's quite funny. You think any of them were luscious? Probably, almost certainly. In fact, I'm pretty sure there is an episode about one of them who's definitely a drunk. Well, except no, nobody's a drunk anymore because they all drink synthahol. None of them drink actual alcohol. So uh, that that particular characteristic has gone out the window, but uh, they replace it with avarice, cowardice, sheer stupidity. There's still plenty of uh, far worse vices that they all indulge in. Okay. 
yeah, I, I just reiterate for all the listeners, those of you who hadn't seen it, the joy of the episode is the fact that extracting all the story points of it, it works just when boiled down to its fundamental arguments, and that's what makes it great. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope maybe someday you'll take a look at it, Chris. And, yeah, thank you as always for joining me. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. To the listeners, enjoy this, again, truly fantastic drink. Throw it together yourselves at home. Uh, pop, uh, yeah, have one while you're watching this particular episode, and uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you very much, guys. See you then. Let me ask you something. Do you watch wrestling? Either way, I have a podcast I want you to check out. Smart and Friends is the wrestling podcast that's not just for wrestling fans. Sometimes we watch wrestling with content creators or emerging artists who don't watch wrestling. Other times we'll invite a wrestler to talk about their interesting projects outside the squared circle. Or maybe we'll do something else entirely, as long as we think wrestling fans and people outside of our fandom will get a kick out of it. Catch Smart and Friends from the Two Finger Guns Club wherever you catch your podcasts. This has been a Two Finger Guns Club production. Pew pew!